Welcome to When in Doubt, Laugh It Out. I'm Michelle Lyle. And I'm Michelle Brookhouse. Have you ever heard that laughter is the best medicine? We may actually believe it's orgasms. Or sneezes. <laughs> Whatever the case. Tune in while we discuss serious and not so serious topics of health, relationships, sex, and money. How to choose? How to choose outside of your brain? That's what we're laughing at today. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so what funny. are your strategies? We'll we'll tell them about our strategy about choosing outside of our brain because it was really fun. Well, I mean, I have I I have a pretty good sense of my yes and my no. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I don't actually think with my brain. It's a weird thing about me, yeah, but I use yeah. my brain for productivity. Which is really good. That's how you should be using your brain. None of us should be using our brains, but I have a very active mind and I can get lost in my thoughts. And so sometimes I need a strategy or technique to get myself out of my brain. Like what we just did. Like what we just did. So I just said, okay, I can't, I can't decide. So just write them on a piece of paper, Write all the choices on a piece of paper and then, and don't tell me what you're writing and hand them to me and I'll ask my body and I'll do some muscle testing. So if anybody of you knows the muscle testing where you just hold on to something and then you, you find out what your yes and no is. So I'm, for me, no is leaning backward. My body just goes backward. A yes, my body moves forward. So it's a beautiful way to choose something mm -hmm. when you, when your mind gets in the way. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I use that, I use my body as a tool all the time that yeah. way. Yeah. You know, I'll hold, if I, if I want to eat something or if I, a supplement or a remedy mm -hmm. or whatever, I'll mm -hmm. hold it and then I'll just let my body choose forward or back. Yeah. And that works for me too. But what's so funny about, about this is we went through that whole thing and you chose the same exact thing you chose to begin with. I know. It, it was, was so like, great. Yeah. It is really great because then it's like it, confirmation. It was beautiful because there is sort of a confirmation. It's like my first impulse was to say, well, that's what it is. And then I second guessed myself in the next split second, mm. you know, so mm -hmm. it's just, again, a good reminder that sometimes we know what we know in a minute, in a second. Well, a not, split second. I would say not just sometimes. Well, yeah, all the time. All the time. But the second guessing thing is what always gets us. Yeah. And, you know, I do say, like, I don't use my brain for thinking. I use it for productivity. But for a good portion of my life, it wasn't that way. It wasn't until mm -hmm. I, I got tools and I used them and they changed everything. And, yeah, you know, that's what got me where I am. But I used to be a big thinker. I used to be like super black and white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I used to mull things over and process them and talk about them and process them and talk about them. So exhausting. Yeah. And now I'm just like instantaneous. Is this true for me? No. Is this true for me? Yes. Yeah. And then I just choose like that. Even if I have something planned, like you're like, Michelle, how do you just cancel a date like that? Yeah. Just like the <laughs> other day. Because I had this date, I had a plan for a long time, and then like a couple hours before this the energy just wasn't there and I was like should I, I'm gonna cancel do yeah. I do I go on this date and I could have forced myself to go yeah but the energy wasn't there and so I just canceled yeah good for you because I think we often have those awarenesses and for me I just feel sometimes I just feel obligated sometimes I've made plans I don't want to break plans 
which just speaks to a design element too that we've talked about before. It's in my human design. I'm a tribal. Mm. I'm tribal. I don't break promises. Well, and I also have a defined heart center. I don't break promises, which is also can be to my detriment because I'm not following the energy. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, a promise is... <laughs> what is a promise? Yeah, what is a promise? <laughs> I promise to be indebted to you for all eternity. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to break promises. Really. Well, I it's mean... Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't make them. I'm like, well... Well, you've been married twice. You did make them. <laughs> Yep. Well, so that's an interesting thing that you bring that up. So my first, um, my first marriage was very traditional Yeah. and it was awful. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, I say awful. It wasn't like, it, it was, it was just, it was very traditional religious vows. Um, and then I was so stuck in the bed that I had made that I was mm-hmm. lying in it in mm-hmm. depression and misery and I wanted to die. Yeah. Yeah, how how often do we choose death rather than making a different choice? Well, I made a different choice. I'm still here, obviously. Yeah, but how, but you're but other people don't. Other people actually choose death right. rather than like leaving something that doesn't work for them. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you know, in that scenario, like my belief system was so strong that I was I withstood things that were unconscionable under the guise that. It, it was my duty. Yeah. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I left that relationship, I broke that promise. It mm-hmm. was like I was alive again. It freed me. Yeah. And um, so my second go around, I didn't do it the same way. Mm-hmm. We did a beautiful, like I still love our, our whole ceremony and our reception and everything. It was so beautiful. I still love it. And um, we did a whole different thing. We, we did a medicine wheel um, so, um, ceremony mm-hmm. and we made commitments to our personal selves Yeah, and then we made commitments to our relationship not each other but the relationship mm. and how we were going to be with each with other, each other. Nice. and then we made um, a commitment to the relationship with our family uh-huh. and then a commitment to the relation, our relationship together with the world Yes. and so when, when our relationship came full circle it literally came full circle yeah. and and the commitments that had been made in that uh, medicine wheel during our ceremony were fulfilled. Mm. And we could have chosen mm-hmm. to stay together and keep going or we chose to go separate ways. And the choosing to go separate ways has been a contribution, immense contribution to both of us. Yeah. So that is wise. I mean, it's a wise way to do it, but we don't often... Well, maybe there are people out there who have actually thought that through and have done something similar. Well, obviously when I did the ceremony, I wasn't thinking about, well, I'm going to come full circle and then we're going to go separate ways. Yes. <laughs> I no, didn't no, think no, like not that. Not in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah for but, sure. But that's but, the but beautiful there, There's some consciousness unfolding. in the beginning of that to be aware that that's what you were doing. Mm. You know, that's amazing. Well, I, I was deliberate in the fact that I was not doing what I had done before. For sure, yeah. I was not signing over my life to a contract of submission. Mm-hmm. It was not going to be, that marriage certificate was not a title of ownership. Because that's really what it turned out to be the first time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's actually true. I wonder if the energy of a marriage contract has that energy on it. The whole purpose for marriage mm-hmm. and the, the, the birth and existence of it was 
to marry off your daughter into another family to to keep the contractual monies and properties and everything um, within the circles. Uh, flowing. Yes. So of yeah. course it was so a contract of, of ownership. Of course, yeah, very patriarchal. And women didn't have any voices or rights back then. Like yeah. you were twelve and you got married no to voice, somebody's no grandpa. Rights, no say. <laughs> Because it worked. Right. You had no choice. No choice. Wow. And how does that play out in in marriage today? Because that's the energy of it. That is the energy of it. Yeah, we have to really just destroy it all. Start over. Mm -hmm. Begin again. Well, and I think a lot of people have. Like, we're in a world, you know, I did this, you know, before it was a thing, but... You know, I did this different kind of ceremony. I wasn't the only person on the planet that's done a different kind of ceremony. No, you're not. I used to marry people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the weddings that I did, none of the vows were traditional. They were all, you know, handwritten mm-hmm. and done in this beautiful way. And most of the people that I've married have been same-sex couples. So, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we split up, I created this uncoupling mm-hmm. before uncoupling was a thing. Wow, yeah. And now a lot of people are doing that too. Like we don't have to, it doesn't have to be ugly. We don't have to fight with each other and give all our money away to lawyers. We can do this simply uncouple with yeah. consciousness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wish we could have done that. You know, my ex and I could have done something like that. I think I idealistically thought that there could be some more conversations and parenting, but it just, I mean, we did great. I mean, we really did amazingly well, but um, I think I had hoped and thought we could have done even better than we did, you know. Um, But, you know, people can only do what they can do, and you can't fault them for that. Well, and, you know, I say that we uncoupled. Well, you know, we did to a certain degree, but, you know, we still, like, it wasn't wasn't perfect, and it's still evolving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're, we're at a place now where we're, we're kind to each other. Yeah, yeah. A little more kindness is always good in an uncoupling, isn't it? <laughs> well, especially when kids are involved. You know, if kids yeah. aren't involved, whatever, go your own ways and just leave each other alone. But yeah, if you yeah. have children, come mm-hmm. on. Come on. <laughs> come on. It's not about you. <laughs> so true. Yeah. And if you have children and you're staying together for your children, come on. Yeah. It's still not about you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, because well, and it, and it it is sort of an interesting point of view because when I was um, a teenager, I always wished my parents would get divorced. You know, most kids whose parents should be divorced wish their parents would get yeah. divorced, but their parents are like, "We're gonna stay together." We're gonna for stay together, exactly, yes. and that's exactly what they did. I mean, they did decide that, you know, or what they didn't decide it; they just did it, just yeah. did it, you know. And then, of course, divorced after all the kids were out, and it's like you made our lives miserable. <laughs> By staying together. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a funny world. <laughs> so choosing. <laughs> How do you choose for you? Choosing and making promises or not making promises. Or like, is, letting yourself off the hook. Is making a promise ever like choosing for you? Like, what, when yeah. is making a promise choosing for you? It kind of locks you? you in, doesn't it? Well, promises do kind of If I'm in. choosing for me and I'm being aware and I'm being a contribution and I'm, you know, creating greater, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, do I have to make a promise? 
<laughs> I mean, doesn't a promise come when someone is holding you to an expectation that they're sure you're not going to do? Mm, that's an interesting twist. <laughs> Maybe. But, I mean, I make promises to meet someone for coffee. This Why do you have idea? to promise? Well, it's not really. I, I, I think of it as a promise. I think of it as a... That's interesting. Wow. Uh, you know, that just, my mind just got blown there. It's like, I think. Yay! Your mind just got blown. <laughs> my work here is done. Because <laughs> I could change my mind. <laughs> but not if you promise. Not if I promise. I can't change my mind. It's like, true. I can't remember the last time I promised something. Maybe it was like a pinky promise when I was five. I don't know. But, no, I'm thinking it's more It's more the energy of it. It's not like I say I promise I'll meet you for coffee. But it's just sort for of... You, it's for a, me, yeah. it's it's sort of like, oh, yeah, I'll meet you for coffee. And, and in some ways, it's a promise. And then I feel bad if I have to cancel. Which is like, that's shite. <laughs> You kind of look like a leprechaun, but I'm kind of wondering. I, I don't think that that was Irish you were speaking. <laughs> was it Irish? German. I thought it was German, but you look like a leprechaun when you said it. Because <laughs> I was being mischievous. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is it time for beer already? <laughs> Irish and German. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Well, I think it's time for a break. I do too. We'll be right back. Are you connecting to your body? Would you like to weaken your senses and be more magnetic? If you'd like to discover what pleases you and cultivate your yes, Nourish your soul, heal your womb. Join Michelle Brookhouse and Elena Salazar for this transformative journey and discover your pleasure goddess within a supportive community of women. Join us on June 21st to the 23rd on Lummi Island. And if you'd like to register, go to Cultivating Your Yes. Are you kidding me? All this time? I had a choice? Isn't it great when we have that recognition? That there's always a choice and we can always change our mind. Hey, guess what, world? You have a choice. And you can change your mind. In every 10 seconds. <gasps> choose and choose again. Are you willing to be as flaky as you actually truly want to be? That's a great question. <laughs> because we do have this idea that it's flaky to change your mind. You might have that idea. I have that idea. I'm, I'm okay to, to be destroy flaky. destroy it. I'm destroying that illusion i'm okay that people are like oh we're not gonna invite her because she's just gonna cancel because she's flaky and i want to be like sweet okay. don't i don't have to go 
Now what do I want to do? <laughs> now what do I want to do with my life? <laughs> now what date can I go on? <laughs> but you know, I'm also I'm also the person that's like halfway through the date. So yeah, well, this isn't really working out for me. So have fun. Good luck. Bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how many people sit through the whole date knowing after the do. first ten seconds? But, you know, I'm also, um, and I, I know you've described yourself this way, too, that um, I can find something interesting in most people, you know. So, um, if you go to a date with some curiosity, it can actually be really fun, most times. Yeah, well, you know? I always go with curiosity, and I also ask when I know it's not a match, sure. what else is possible with this. Yeah. Um, it's just when you know it's not happening, and they just keep talking, and they keep yeah. talking, and they oh, haven't asked you one yeah. thing about you, yeah. because they decided the minute you sat down, sure, I'll have sex with her, so now they have to impress you to make you want to choose them. Yeah, right, and that is the wrong way to make, to impress a girl. Right. Don't, don't talk their ear off. Don't. Just don't do it. Well, they don't need to know anything <laughs> about you, because you aesthetically match what they decided was okay for their penis. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Did you forget about the sapiosexual being in front of you? Engage my mind. It's not all men, but I have had that experience. That's all I'm saying. I've had that experience. What woman hasn't had that experience? Right. We want to know. (laughs) I think a date is good if there is an equal exchange. Not completely equal, but there's an exchange of conversation and ideas and there's curiosity you know that's a sign of a good date mm-hmm. I think a sign of a good date is when you sit down and your body goes hello <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that might be true too <laughs> and the rest are semantics <laughs> I love it when men are like, so, so what do you do for work? And I'm like, ah, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, tell me more about it. I'm like, how is that actually going to contribute to the situation right here? Do you really want to know the intricacies of my, my, um, very strange job? Or do you just make a small talk? my favorite so what do you want to know about when you're on a date with a guy I want to know I want to know who he is not what he does yeah I want to know what lights up his life yeah like what make like when he opens his eyes in the morning what makes him get out of bed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when I wake up in the morning I'm laying there I'm like I love right now because it's like springish summer mm-hmm. in you know the beautiful Pacific Northwest, yes. and we're like surrounded by all this yummy lushness. Yeah, and I have my windows open, my blinds open. Not well, my windows open too. My blinds are open, and I wake up and the sun is just beaming right on my on me, so I can mm. feel the warmth of that, mm-hmm. and I can hear the birds chirping outside. And then I look out and I see the little baby deer eating the grass by my window, <laughs> and I I'm so happy, and I just it's like bliss lights up my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's fun to hear what lights up people's lives exactly yeah and so there's like all that energy right so mm-hmm. when somebody's like 
you know, like I went on a walk with my dog and we threw the ball and we ran a little bit and it's so fun. Like, you know, it, it, it can be a lot of things. Yeah. But yeah, when you're yeah. like, so I go to the gym, I lift weights. I wish you could see your face. <laughs> I'm like, so you have a lot of points of view about bodies. Cool. Now tell me something else. Oh my gosh, that's a whole other topic. Points of view about bodies. That's a whole other podcast. That might be a whole other podcast. It might actually be a, a class. <laughs> Funny you should mention that because we just completed our last class. So right? It, maybe it's time for another one. <laughs> well, you know, that was fun. Let's do it again. Now what do we want to do? Oh, it's back to choice. Oh, cool. Well, that was fun. Do you want to do it again? Yeah, that was really fun. Let's do it again. Oh, that wasn't so fun. Do you want to keep doing it? Heck no. Why would I keep choosing that? <laughs> That's how I live my life. Yep. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, that wasn't any fun. Let's just uh, do something else. What, else. what do you want to do now? What, what do you want to do now? What do you want to do now? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like when my kids are little, I'm like, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> I'm like, my name's not mom. I can't hear you. <laughs> so, you know, and then I block them out. And so now my situation is one calls me mother, another one calls me mama, and the next one doesn't call me at all. <laughs> I love that joke. It's funny and it's true. It's funny and it's true. <laughs> Although the one that doesn't call me at all didn't really like when I told no. her that that's okay. Yeah. I don't think she got Sometimes it. Sometimes the truth stings a little bit. I don't think she got it, what I was meaning. Ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My youngest calls me bromie, so I've really transitioned. <laughs> it's a combination between bro and homie. <laughs> it's a step up from dude, which is the fourth one. He calls me dude. <laughs> he calls everybody dude. <laughs> <laughs> he calls you dude, too. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> hey, dude, mom. <laughs> I have a friend who has who calls her cat dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this cat is like fluffy white. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> does not look like a dude. <laughs> Second in- increments of choice. <laughs> what do you want to laugh about now? What do you want to laugh about now? <laughs> I love that your friend has a prissy cat called Dude. I know, it's it's kind of so like be- me being called Dude. <laughs> yes, that's true. I you do are con- not a dude. I do wear Converse, but they. Have flowers on them. They have flowers on them. <laughs> <laughs> have to like that. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, laugh it out, my friends. Yes, indeed. And whatever you do, don't enjoy this glorious day. Don't. Don't do it. Because <laughs> you don't have a choice. You're locked in. You promise to be here on this planet and be miserable and suffer. 
better stick to it. 